Hello and welcome back to Diary of a Dropout with me, Naomi Baldison. So, sorry, um, I did not post an episode last week. I have been consistent since August um, and I'm sorry I didn't provide any explanation. So sorry if you woke up on Thursday and the episode wasn't there. Um, I did record and edit and schedule an episode, um, but I spoke to a lot of people and basically I just went through quite a big personal change in my life and it was kind of all I was thinking about and this time last week I recorded it and I was like, yeah, that's so impactful and I'm sure it's going to help loads of people, um, but actually as I reflected and went inward and as I said, spoke to different people about kind of I'm not sure if I'm completely comfortable putting this out there. Um, It just felt very soon and I hadn't processed the event myself to, you know, I, yes, it was an authentic expression, but also I needed that time to process it for myself. Um, And I will definitely revisit the topic a hundred, a hundred percent, but just when I have more clarity and more confidence really in myself and talking about it in a retrospective perspective um so yeah I'm really sorry that I didn't post last week um but I'm I'm back I'm back baby and yeah I think it's really important um when you're like creating any kind of content or creating any kind of art that you know in this episode I was talking about how we create the best art out of emotion and sometimes out of pain um and I really loved those bits of the episode um but I just you know there's some things that I just need to keep for myself and that was one of those things so yeah I'm very grateful that I actually didn't post it and just missed a week and allowed myself to regroup before coming back with you today um so yeah thanks for sticking with me as always um I'm so excited to see where this year of the podcast takes me um and yeah I'm like I'm just raring to go in so many aspects of my life and I'm just so grateful so today we're going to be talking about imposter syndrome so I was actually just like really struggling to think of a podcast idea gonna be completely honest I was just like oh I feel like I have spoken about so many things and I feel like you know, I keep circling back to the same topics about like substances and friendships and like business and school and shit. And I was like, I just need to like talk about something different because it all just circles back to the same thing a lot of the time. Um, yeah. So today we're going to be talking about conquering imposter syndrome. And I think a lot of people struggle with this. I mean, I certainly have for pretty much like my whole life. And if you've ever felt like you don't belong or that your successes are undeserved, you're not alone at all. And yeah, let's talk about conquering imposter syndrome together. Um, And I especially think this is relevant as a young person going into a workplace or going to uni or school or just like any of those kind of institutionalized. Also, I feel like especially like academic spaces, imposter syndrome is really there um and so let's define imposter syndrome and then as always I'll share my own kind of my own journey with imposter syndrome um okay imposter syndrome is a behavioral 
behavioral health phenomenon described as self-doubt of intellect skills or accomplishment among high achieving individuals um and I mean I don't know if that is actually how I would have personally defined imposter syndrome for me imposter syndrome is doing well at something and then feeling like you fluked it or like you've been lucky um and you haven't worked for your achievement and I have really like grappled with imposter syndrome because yeah of course like I failed at a lot of things but like I'm just gonna be like so completely honest I got myself super super stressed out about A-levels and but I like didn't do that much work and I did really well and I got my grades and I was like fuck like I should not have got those grades for like the amount of work I did um and then the same thing kind of happened at uni like I got first in my essays I'm not just like sitting here being like I'm really good at like academia um but like writing essays and stuff it does just come quite naturally to me and like I was like fuck like that did not take me that long and like I didn't work that harder and I did really well I felt like for like a lot of my achievements I'm like god like maybe I think it comes from like this belief that maybe as a society that we hold that like you have to like really suffer and grind and to get success um but and I used to think that and to a certain extent I still do for some things of course you have to put hard work in to get results for certain things you know at the gym like the hardest part you have to embrace that because that's where the progress is made on those last reps on those like when you're like wanting to give up that's where the progress is made and it's the same in life it's like when you get to the point where you want to give up that's when you need to keep pushing um but I've also just come to learn that like just leaning into ease you know like my having this like mindset of no things should be easy life should be wonderful and relaxing and and full of love and softness and like leaning into like this softness and ease and it links to like the kind of like femininity and just tapping into that part of my heart space um is really wonderful and like when you come up against resistance against something you know you can apply this to anything in life whether there's a relationship or a business idea or anything anything you can think of when you're coming up against it resistance 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 yeah of course you can keep pushing but sometimes in the back of my head I'm just like am I coming up against this much resistance because it's just not meant to be um and like I find with my podcast it feels so like in alignment with me and my life that it feels really easy and wonderful to do it and I feel I mean saying that the ideas were not flowing but you know usually the ideas are flowing I can just think of like 10 people off the top of my head that I would want to interview um I think of like the future of where I want it to be and it just seems like such a great trajectory that seems like achievable and I like see the progress in the numbers as well and I'm just like 
yeah, this is this is easy and this is fun and it feels in alignment. Um, and that's also something I wanted to touch on on this episode is about living in alignment. And I actually posted a TikTok video and I was like, I'm going to ask you three questions like about your life to help you live more in alignment. And I think imposter syndrome and living in alignment are like hand in hand um, because we like question whether we deserve to be in spaces. And I think once you overcome that like insecurity about yourself, you can then see the spaces that you're more aligned with. So I, I'm i just gonna ask you these three questions. You can journal about them. You can just think about it as you're going about your day to day. What aspects of your life bring you the most joy and fulfillment? At what times do you feel the most like yourself? So for me, when I feel the most like myself is when I'm in nature, it's when I'm in the ocean, it's when I'm walking, it's also when I'm with my friends and family and like, but people who see me, like really see me and understand me and want to genuinely connect, um, and that's when I feel the most like myself. I feel like myself when I'm moving, when I'm exercising, when I'm stretching, and I just feel the most like myself when I'm just just being me and in my own head and that those are the times when I'm in flow space and that's when I have the most joy and the most fulfillment in my life. And then number two is what does your ideal or what does your higher self look like? And this kind of concept I first came across on like maybe like Pinterest or Tumblr years ago and it was like visualize your higher self and then show up as her every day and I had that on my vision board for years um and over time my kind of idea of who my higher self has changed and I used to think it was the most beautiful and richest you know like materially wealthy uh successful I mean what does even successful mean but you know monetarily successful the most loving kind of yes obviously the most fashionable I thought that was my higher self and I was like yeah obviously my higher self would you know be going to the gym etc etc and yes that helped me you know gain success in some areas of my life that kind of idea of who my higher self is um and now I think of my higher self as like okay woo woo trigger warning (laughs) I think that like maybe okay okay, hear me out I have a theory that like maybe there's a me that's in the universe somewhere else that is my higher self and they've sent my consciousness back down into earth to have a human experience okay hectic I know that's hectic like hear me out but I kind of I don't know what the fuck I'm saying I just have like a mad imagination but like I do believe that I am the universe having human experience not me having an experience in the universe if that makes sense I'm not a human shut up I don't know what I'm saying so I kind of see my higher self as like the most enlightened loving compassionate chakras aligned self 
and seeing that person like the kind of traits and qualities that they might have helps me to want to be better and want to be more loving and more power not more not more powerful in the sense of having influence over people but powerful in the sense of like having complete control over my own energy so sorry that was a complete rant pop off queen (laughs) um and then what current aspects of your life do you currently find unfulfilling unsatisfying um and can you reframe them in your life or can you just like get rid of them um I'm a big fan of just getting rid of things (laughs) um yeah I'm a big fan of just you know you create the life that you want we are all authors of our own story you have the control so take back the reins bitch um stop letting life lead you stop going through the motions passively and take back control go back on to imposter syndrome and being in spaces that might like trigger this imposter syndrome um you know what what are the vibes so the kind of like common signs and behaviors is just feeling really insecure in your ability um feeling like beating yourself up in your head for succeeding um or just feeling like you don't belong or you feel like you're gonna you know someone's gonna expose you as a fraud I always felt this in school I never like I never like cheated or like you know did anything like actually like wrong I just remember always feeling like oh my god someone's gonna fucking find out that like I actually didn't do that much to do this like and I always thought that I would like get in trouble for it and I even felt this like at some of my jobs that I've had like I thought they're gonna find out that I'm not qualified like and I was qualified and I was good at doing what I was doing and I was just learning and I don't know if it's like this like perfectionist vibe that I've spoken about before that kind of contributes to the imposter syndrome um but it's very interesting and yeah so like some of the symptoms of it and like telltale flags I've got a list here is extreme lack of self-confidence feelings of inadequacy constant comparison to other people oh my god the comparison I spoke about this as well about like beauty and stuff in my last episode about how comparison is a thief of joy and I found that so much like in like my academic like just in like everything I do for like my whole like teenage years I think especially going to like an all-girls school like not to be like you know but like seriously like the com like the comparisons that I would make myself like in academics and like art and sport and like even now like anything that I'm doing that someone else is doing I will just compare myself and I'll be like why am I not at the same point but like I'm I'm working on it okay um anxiety self-doubt distrust in one's own intuition and capabilities negative self-talk dwelling on the past irrational fears of the future um in professional settings typical examples include taking on extra work to make sure you're not 
to make sure you're doing it all shrugging off accolades not applying to job postings unless you meet every single requirement this is such an interesting one so there was a study that women don't apply to jobs unless they meet every single criteria but men will apply for most jobs even if they're not qualified for it and when I heard that I was like oh my god I need to just like start embodying some masculine energy when I'm applying for things and I've done it and it's about getting over that like fear of rejection um and I saw this TikTok the other day that was like so I had this this girl I'm doing an impression of this girl she was like you know I had this aim to get over my fear of rejection so I just like asked these like crazy shit and then I just got dinner bought for me and I got this wild job and I made all this money and she was like and I never actually got rejected and I'm still like trying to get rejected um and it also I know I've spoken about this book before it's what's it called uh a woman's guide to power and it's about outrageous asks and it's about how you have well it's that's not just what it's about but one segment of the book is about asking for outrageous things even if you're not qualified even if you don't meet the criteria or you think the person's going to say no just ask because literally the worst case scenario is that they're going to say no best case scenario is that they consider it and give it to you or give you something else that maybe is better for you and is mutually beneficial you know like and I spent so much of my life being so anxious to ask for anything from anyone because I was like no I should just be able to figure it out um and I've just had this throughout my life I will okay guys I'm working on it but I would suffer and maybe do something worse or like miss out on something because I'd be too scared to ask how to do it right or you know if I'm learning I'd just be like yeah I got it it's fine don't I like they'll be like do you understand that and I'll be like yeah all fucking good I know exactly what I'm doing I've got no idea um and it's like the same in like restaurants and bars I I don't know where the fuck I got this confidence from or I think that book really helped but say someone's order is wrong or it actually happened the other week I was in a coffee shop and they were playing this music and it was like it was like 10 o'clock on a Saturday morning and it was like techno like literally like rave music and I don't I think the speaker was like right above my head and I was like I can't I actually can't concentrate on what the person across me is saying so I just went up to Risa and I was like I'm really sorry like is there any chance you could turn the music down and he kind of looked at me funny and was like yeah sure like maybe he was a bit pissed off I don't know but then he turned the music down and I got what I wanted and I could finally hear what the person was saying and if I had not said that I would have had literally a miserable hour because I would have been so overstimulated and so stressed and kind of my point of that anecdote is that you need to get over the fear of asking and being rejected and I think imposter syndrome can come from like being too in your own head about what you're doing and yeah like I've just become a bit more unapologetic about taking up space um and it's something that I've 
really super passionate about is allowing myself to take up space and allowing myself to be big and bold and present and expressive in whatever I do um and yeah there's been like some things that I've so this course that I'm doing should I tell you guys I'm gonna tell you um it's it's kind of what really inspired this topic so I am doing a year-long course to become a psychedelic facilitator um it's a remote course and you know it's all based in science and psychotherapy um but also indigenous ceremony and your own personal journey and it's an amazing course right but it's very very prestigious and you know the people that go on it are all therapeutic practitioners people who have like three degrees and are like some of the most clever academic people ever hello diary of a dropout (laughs) i haven't um i don't even have an undergrad degree and i'm gonna have a master's only me would be able to do that um (laughs) and i was looking at it and i was just like i don't think i'd even get on it like I, maybe I'm too young, maybe they think I don't have enough experience or that I wouldn't be able to practice this and put it into my, you know, like, but I was just like, fuck it, what's the worst that can happen? They say no. So I applied, I did the interview and I, in the interview, I was like, I surprised myself with how confident, passionate, like, just like how much I loved presenting myself and everything that I stand for in the space and I've never ever ever had that experience before and I thought maybe imposter syndrome happens when you're in the wrong rooms hello um but it's something that I'm definitely gonna have to overcome this year and I think I kind of have like I know that I deserve I'm the youngest person on that course um and I know that it's probably something I'm gonna have to overcome is like no I deserve to be here as much as everyone else you know it's it's quite it's fine and also the scholarship like the bursary thing the um like I was too late for applying for it and but I was like it's always a chance isn't there so instead of not saying anything because I had already seen that it had closed I was like also, I know that it's, you know, the time's passed, but I was just wondering if there is any extra funding available, you know, this is a, it's a big investment, etc, etc. And they were like, yeah, sure, actually, that we haven't allocated all the funding yet, um, and we're gonna give you a scholarship. Um, and I was like, if I hadn't have just taken the chance and been like, you know, because I think, if usually if I had seen that I would be like oh too late oh well I'll just apply and not not get the scholarship or not get any other funding but fuck it I asked so the lesson is to ask outrageous things um not even outrageous things just literally ask because as I said the worst that can happen is they so say no and something I have always learned is that like people want to help you people want to give you opportunities and people want to like make connections and it's something I'm learning like in my first kind of this is my first business that I'm building so 
for those of you who don't know, I'm building a brand, um, my yoga brand and like, you know, it links to my personal brand and stuff. I'm currently in the process of setting my website up and, you know, setting up some classes in Jersey. Um, and like the amount that I'm learning just through that, you know, surrounding like connections and money and like, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, is that people want to help you. People want to see you do well. Like, um, and I think there's like a weird thing that I have definitely learned to overcome is that I kind of always thought people want to see me do badly people want to see me fail and like yeah I'm sure there probably are some people that (laughs) don't want to see me do well but like they're just so irrelevant and like I have managed to surround myself with people who uplift me people who literally tell me every day you're doing so amazing I'm so proud of you like just constant like love and support and empowerment and I think sometimes imposter syndrome can come from a lack of validation support positive affirmation I don't know the time that I can think about like my worst my absolute worst imposter syndrome I I used to do like a lot of drawing scrapbooking painting sewing like you know my family was so creative so it was just like a really big outlet for me when I was younger and then I obviously started GCSE art um and I really liked that but then it got like cut short and you know I just got a grade whatever because of covid then I started a level and I was like wait why does everyone know how to draw and paint like we were never actually taught that uh like the technical skills and everyone was just kind of like really naturally talented and art's such a weird one uh because how how can we say what's like good or bad do you know what I mean and I understand it's like a mixture between like you're bearing your soul but also there's technically good art and there's technically bad art like there's no like denying that but I don't want to like shit on like my education because that feels really like mean and like negative energy I just felt like my artistic expression was never taken seriously like or basically the way I do things is not detail oriented I didn't like gridding stuff I didn't really love drawing like painting from pictures and doing it like photorealism like I was in like a really rough place with my mental health and my art obviously reflected that and it was messy it was expressive sometimes it was dark sometimes it was maybe troubling or hard to understand or hard to grasp but I felt like that was never respected um as or like made time for or wanted to be showcased or like yeah I just I don't know and I and I think that was also like partially like my fault because I didn't really engage with it as a subject as such like but I then because of all of this I just like stopped doing it and I just felt 
paralyzed by my own ability and felt like I was shit at it and I was never going to do well at it and like whatever um and I just like just literally fell so out of love with it and I haven't picked up a paintbrush since and that's like that was uh, July a year and a half ago I have not picked up a paintbrush since I have not created a piece of physical art since um and that's so sad and that's like an extreme of imposter syndrome you know when it stops you actually doing the thing but I want to like challenge these negative thoughts and like reframe them positively and like I do have creative outlets in other ways and it's definitely more through movement and yoga and my podcast and writing and poetry now which is beautiful but I don't know it's like I'm still scared to paint like because I think someone's gonna be like "Mm, that's a bee like what like that it tells you how the system is not really ideal or like set up for actually progressing people as like human beings and like preparing them for the world but yeah I think encouraging like the celebration of achievement achievements no matter how small like it's something that I love so dearly about my family is that like anyone could do like anything and everyone would be like oh my god like you're amazing like I'm so proud of you like like there's always something to celebrate and like we really celebrate each other's wins and like it's something that when I have my family I want to continue and then also the power of like self-affirmations and how they can contribute to like building self-confidence I have told myself probably for three years I'm confident I am strong and like now I can like wholeheartedly say I am confident I am strong like I genuinely am um and I don't even just mean strong like mentally I mean emotionally spiritually physically I am strong and yeah that's like you know from a bit of shit and a bit of life punching me down but also that's just from me literally getting up time after time again picking myself off the fucking floor and being like I am strong I am confident um and yeah I guess I'm still like working on working on myself always um but like the self-affirmations really really help and you know you can start anywhere you don't need to but I think affirmations have like genuinely changed my life like I've been using affirmations for like years now like I can't remember I probably first saw them on Pinterest and I've always had them like either coming up on my phone or like on little sticky notes around my room or I've journaled them um one of the greatest like manifestation affirmation-y exercises I've ever done is basically you write all the things that like okay someone's goal is that they want a loving and healthy relationship you know they want a life partner um so the limiting beliefs is around that is 
um, I'm not loving, I haven't sorted out like my attachment style, I don't think I could healthily love someone um, or I can't give someone what they need, uh, I'm not attractive enough, I don't go on as many dates, blah blah blah, like there's so many limiting beliefs that could be surrounding that. So then you flip the affirmations, the the limiting beliefs into positive affirmations. You say, I am loving, I don't chase, I attract, um, I create connections everywhere that I go. People constantly, whatever. You just flip those limiting beliefs and like that has been like fucking life-changing for me. Like because we all carry around like subconscious limiting beliefs and subconscious self-doubt and imposter syndrome about certain aspects of life and I think that's why people create blocks around it um Christ this has been a long episode already what the hell and yeah I think like my school always used to talk about like having a growth mindset and not a fixed mindset and like that is important as well is like constantly being able to react and change and shift and adapt and I do love that about myself I'm very very adaptable like if someone was like all right next week you're gonna move over here to like the other side of the world and you're gonna do this I'd be like okay I might not be happy there but like I'd be happy to adapt what do you know what I mean like I can just like shift and change depending on the outcome like I don't feel that fixed or like stuck in my ways I like my routine don't get me wrong I love the gym I love seeing my friends like the little routine that I've got going now I do love it but like it could it could be changed I don't know actually hello fixed mindset I'm fucking babbling right now so my closing thoughts so yeah I am gonna leave you there please can people like message me podcast ideas yeah I mean it's been like a weird old time guys like I'm not gonna lie and I do feel a bit strange that I'm not like talking about it um because basically that's why I recorded last week's episode that I didn't post was because I was like they're my best friends like I can't continue podcasting without talking to them about it um but like I can and I will revisit it um at a later date but I just need to take this time to be to just like sit in it and just feel you have to feel it to heal it like sometimes you just have to like really feel your feelings and that's what I'm doing um and yeah it's kind of great like sometimes the is this gonna sound really fucked up potentially but like sometimes the more pain you feel the more grateful I feel to be human like because and this is something that psychedelics have taught me, is, like, feeling pain and, like, maybe grief is not inherently a bad thing, okay? Loss and pain in our, like, in society, we've seen them, like, you know, like, pain, like, it, like it hurts, it, it's suffering, but pain is inevitable but suffering is optional um and like for the first time in my life I've been through something like I'm gonna gonna say the buzzword like traumatic like but I've not really suffered like 
I've been in pain, but I've been able to sit in it and like weirdly enjoy it. Yeah, that's what I'm going to leave you with. Um, But anyway, thank you so, so much for listening and supporting me every week. I feel so incredibly grateful. I say this every fucking week. I'm so grateful for community and so grateful for the people who listen to this podcast. Thank you so much. I love you. I'm proud of you. You're doing amazing, Speedy. Please follow and rate the show and follow my Instagram and TikTok at Naomi Be Healing or my fucking love, Naomi.